Guys, I wanted to get together with all of you today, and uh, you know, let's focus on what we have, not on what we don't have. Uh, Connie and I this morning listened to a recording that really outlined how they contained the 1918 Spanish uh, flu, and um, it really was amazing. And many, many more hundreds of thousands would have died had they not done that. And that's pretty much what we're experiencing here. Wanted to deal, I, I don't want to squander this time for us. You know, we can, there are a lot of things we can't do. And we understand that we get it. But there's also a lot of things we can do. There's a lot of people on our team right now that are new. So we want to use this time so when this ends in a few days or a few weeks, whatever the case may be, we can really hit the ground running. Today we want to deal with leads. First thing to do when you get your leads is to print the leads. And the reason for that is understand leads are time sensitive. There are other people sending letters to them, other people contacting them. So the first person that gets there has a better chance of making the sale. Well, why do we want to print the leads right away? Well, that allows us to be more effective on the calling. We can call more people in a faster, uh, in a certain period of time. That's extremely important. This, um, you're going to hear this mentioned over and over. It's a numbers game. We actually have some agents that are using automatic dialers. And, and that's not something we recommend for the majority of our agents. But the agents that are using that literally have, they're getting, uh, they're spending a lot of money for leads. They're getting a lot of leads in. Their, their goal is to set 20 appointments every week no matter what, and they don't want to take eight or nine hours to do it. So what they're doing is they'll take a large number of leads, sometimes $1,500 worth of leads, but they're writing eight, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 in premium, um, some of them a week. You know, seven, eight thousand dollars a week is not uncommon. Why are they doing the automatic dialers? Because they can dial a hundred to a hundred and twenty dials an hour, and in some cases, they'll set five appointments in that hour. Again, that's not appropriate for everybody, but it is trying to use this to point out to you what we want to do is take the new agent is trying to make a couple of $3,000 a week and tell you what works. Well, what works is making more dials. And if you can sit down in three hours and set your week up instead of seven or eight, and this is one of the ways you do it by printing your leads out and dialing. Um, one of the other things, when you're on the phone with a client, make a concerted effort not to sound like a telemarketer or a salesperson. Well, how do you do that? Well, one of the things that you do is you practice more. You practice more before you get on the phone. Uh, you record yourself so that you can listen. All of us have had telemarketers that called us that were terrible. You know, they were just worse than awful. Well, sometimes we sound that way too. And we don't realize it because we haven't listened to ourselves. Now, we think while we're on the phone calling, we're listening to ourselves, but we're not. You know, record yourself, practice several times, record yourself, practice a few more times, record yourself again, practice another five times, record yourself again, then go back and listen to it. Two things you will notice. You will be better on the third recording than you were on the first 
because you've practiced this thing or done it, you know, 8, 10, 15 times, so you are going to get better. And listening to yourself, if you're doing something really silly that turns people off, you won't hear it when you are on the phone, but you will hear it when you listen to yourself. I, I can't re- I tell you how many times I thought, oh, my gosh, Dick, that's terrible. What were you thinking when you said that? So those are things that you can do to help yourself. And, again, the purpose of these calls is to get, let's not squander the time, let's use it to become really, really good at what we do. Um, another thing that, to do is before you get on the call, uh, before dialing, is to listen to Podcast 84 a couple of times because that's going to give you and remind you th- of things that you need not to do and also things that you could do. Uh, after listening to Podcast 84, doing that practice, that's going to make a lot of difference. And do that each time before you get on the phone. Get on the phone, or before you get on the phone, listen to the podcast and run through it a few times to get better at it. Um, Overcome objections. You know, practice this afternoon overcoming objections and record some of that too to see how you sound. But what are you going to hear? You know, there's only five or six things we hear consistently when it comes to doing uh, dialing. One is I already bought something. Well, Equus has a lot of training on overcoming objections, and that's one of them. Well, I don't need it anymore. Well, what, when somebody says they don't need it anymore, stop and think about it. They just took out a mortgage or a refi. They sent something in. There is something in there that they need. Well, why would they tell you today they don't need it anymore? It's usually price. They've either gotten a price from somebody else or they've conjured something up in their own mind. So what do we do? We take it back to price. You know, Rick, I know you don't need any more, but is it because of price? And to a degree, that's a little bit of a trap because they're always going to say yes because they think you can't overcome it. And partially they say yes because they perceive they can't afford it. So these are all things that we can we have a shot at overcoming. Well, that's why I'm calling, because a lot of times we can save people 70 to 80% on their mortgage protection. I just need a little more information to see if you qualify. So whatever, you know, I've already bought something. Um, you probably got the kind that um, pays when you die. Again, that's a little bit of a trap because that's all they know there is. They don't know about foreclosure protection, they're going to usually say, yes, it is. Well, that's why I'm calling. Our plan pays if you die, but it also has a foreclosure protection benefit in there if you live. I, I just need a little more information to see if you qualify. Um, it costs too much. You know, we're, you hear that quite a bit. Well, that's why I'm calling. Uh, it costs too much. Uh, that's, you know, a lot of times we can say people 70, 80, 90% on their mortgage protection. Now, how in the world do we save people 80 or 90%? If they've got a $400,000 mortgage and we offer them a $25,000, if they're healthy enough, we offer them a twenty-five dollars or a $50,000 policy, but Dick, you didn't cover the whole mortgage. I know I didn't, but I've given the family enough money to protect the mortgage until if he dies and doesn't come home because of a car wreck or heart attack, I've given the family enough money to make decisions. 
they've got a year or two years worth of house payments. Now they've got a chance to get the equity out of the home. See, mortgage protection, as we all know now, is not necessarily paying the mortgage off. It's protecting the equity in the home and keeping the family in the home for a period of time. Well, you can't cover me. Uh, I think it's Dave Crocker uh, made the comment. No, it's Elvira that made the comment. Well, um, are you? I helped a guy a couple weeks ago that was on oxygen and just surviving from cancer. Are you on oxygen? No. Well, then we got a shot of helping you. And they kind of chuckle when they. Well, no, I don't have. I'm not on oxygen. Uh, then he's got a shot at trying to cover them then. Let me explain also the psychology of the lead and mortgage protection, because this is very important to understand why what's what's taking place here. See, when when we start getting fancy with a client and we start talking about IULs and and return a premium, especially on the phone, and all these other fancy things we talk about, guys, understand this. They sent the letter back for one reason and one reason only. And that one reason was if he doesn't come home because of a car wreck or a heart attack, Mary and the kids don't have to move. Guys, that's the only reason they sent the letter back. See, people think that mortgage protection is not necessarily life insurance. They, they look at mortgage protection as something mystical and magical. It's mystical and magical in the fact that it's going to pay the mortgage off. So as silly as that all sounds, I mean, it's life insurance, and we know that, but they don't perceive it as that. It's this mystical, magical part that we have to deal with. I can't tell you, it hasn't happened a lot, but a couple of dozen times in the 25 years is people have told me, I don't want, I don't want life insurance. I want mortgage protection. Well, that's what this is. And then I, I, I add a wrinkle to it. You know, now it's foreclosure protection. It used to be the safety net of the accelerated death benefit rider. Yeah, this plan is different than life insurance because they're going to give you money to live on the last year of your life if you're terminally ill. So that separated us mortgage protection from regular life insurance. Or it could be the fact that they don't have to do blood work. But if we start understanding what they're thinking, it makes it much, much easier for us to make that sale and them to understand what it is. So in summary, print your leads, understand why, what the process is when you're calling. Your job on the phone is to do one thing and one thing only, and that's to set the appointment.